Okay, so welcome back, team. Welcome back to the Scratch Record Podcast. It's episode 30. Um, it's episode 30. So today, it is late, I'm afraid. Sorry, sorry. I know we didn't say, but I wanted to do it for Christmas Day. Didn't work out like that. So there is some things on here that is relevant for Christmas Day. Uh, so we did a Christmas dinner tier list. I've cut that out, but you will hear an overview of it. So just to give you some context. Um, we've got two very special guests with us today. Uh, Cameron Pike joined us again, and so did Elliot Williams. So it's a great one. It's a good crack. Um, it's all Christmas orientated to some extent, but obviously I didn't get out on Christmas Day, so I've cut the majority of that out. There is still a lot of podcasts to listen to, so wrap your ears around it. Let us know what you think. We've got a massive giveaway coming. It's fucking huge. Like I'm telling you, I've not seen, I've not seen another outlet for music do a giveaway like this no major radio show has done a giveaway like this no major artist has done a giveaway like this no outlet like that have ever done anything to this level we've got over 15 different bands and artists that have sent us gear like merchandise that we've bought that we've got for free so thank you everyone for supporting us the band wise but if get involved with that giveaway when it comes out it should be out in about a week or so so it's for the new year. Get your garms right. Get yourself set up for the year right. It's got lighters, T-shirts, CDs, vinyls, you know, one of our T-shirts in there too if you missed out on that. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that one. Um, that should be about a week away. But anyway, I'm going to let you listen to the podcast because you don't want to hear my voice of me on my own. We've got a brilliant one for you today. It is fucking insane. It's so funny. We all get really pissed up by the end, so I end up having to cut it because Joe is slurring his words, which, you know, so was I. So I can't, can't judge him, can't judge him. But if you don't follow us on social media yet, what are you doing? What are you doing? Join us, please. Join the family. Join the crew. If you've got new music, bring it to us. Let's send us emails, send us messages. We're all available. For you to get in contact with in any way, shape, or form, our emails are on the on the social medias, and we're at the SR Podcast. So if you are new listening to this, make sure you like and subscribe. And also, if you are listening to it on Apple, which some of you will be, please, please, I'm talking to you now. Please, 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 leave a review. Leave a review. They're important. Really important. So... If you haven't done that yet, get on it, send it to us, let us know, and you know, there might be a little bit of something for you, a little bit of extra extra entry to the giveaway, all that jazz. So get involved, um, send us a link of the review that you've done, so we want to see what you're saying about us, because whether it's good or bad, we don't really give a much of a monkeys, but the more you say, the better it looks on us. But anyway, I've been chatting for three minutes, so I'm going to let you get into the podcast. Enjoy, love you all, do on the other side, peace. Piss break. Post piss party. Um, <laughs> it's not a piss party. <laughs> uh, we are back, and I, I believe we've got most of the key things on. We've the got tier some list. sort of tier list. There's definitely stuff we don't have on there, but can we have a run through? Can we have, a, can we have a results? Okay, which order do you want in? Um, if you go meh first, and then good, shite, really good. Bad goat, please. Yeah, exactly like that. Um, and if you do, if, <laughs> if you do it wrong, I'm hanging up. 
<laughs> Fucking hell. Meh. In the meh section <laughs> of the Christmas dinner tier list, we have turkey, mash, Brussels sprouts, and peas. Yeah. Which is some pretty big fucking, pretty big shit in there. In the good section, we have gammon and parsnips. In the bad section, we have nothing. I think it was shite next, but it's fine. In the shite section, <laughs> we have cranberry sauce, yeah. which is completely correct. In the really good section, we have roast potatoes, stuffing and gravy. And in the goat section, all on its own, we have pigs and blankets. Nice. I've got one more that I want to throw in there. I've got one more I want to throw in there because I feel like we've not sort of spoke about it, but we should. Um, cauliflower cheese. Beautiful. Love it. Right down, as down as it goes. I don't like... Oh, I, no. I, I don't like cheese. Yeah, so me it, too. it kind of ruins it for me. I don't like cheese, but cauliflower cheese is incredible. Yeah. Not I don't yeah. like cauliflower, and I don't like cheese solo. I don't like either of those things on their own, but when it's done right as cauliflower cheese, it's, it can be... Like I'd put that I'd put Brussels in shit and I would probably eat Brussels if I was given them so I'd put cauliflower cheese even lower than shit because I wouldn't low shite I fully would not like I wouldn't eat it if it was put on my plate genuinely holy really? shit I, just, I, I, would, I would have put it in really good I don't like cheese though so it's kind of like shat on the hot like it's not really it's not cauliflower <laughs> cheese specifically I just don't like cheese so I was never going to like it. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think it's one of those things, like, I, if you have it, I end up just, like, yeah, just gets sort of put all over everything and just mixes in. It just makes, like, the whole thing sort of a bit cheesy, which is just nice. But you probably, like, corner the cauliflower cheese off and then, like, scoop that up with a spoon, eat it on its own first, make sure it doesn't touch anything else. Fucking weirdo. No, Elliot has, <laughs> Elliot has a different plate for every aspect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in its own little bowl. It's my obsessive tendencies, okay? <laughs> well, I know I think that's a good list. I think that's all right. There's not much that I massively disagree on. Parsnip should be very far down, but no, that we're okay. The cranberry sauce. I think it's bad. Did you do order. have we done Yorkshire? And Brussels. Oh, we all know they're up there. Yeah, oh Yorkshire's. my god, we haven't. Yeah, yeah, they're in the middle. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, yeah. We can we can all agree yeah, on that straight away. They join yeah. pigs in blankets. Yeah, mm. yeah. You don't even need mm. to don't even need to speak about that one, surely. <laughs> I could argue that gravy needs to go in goat. As I would well. put gravy in goat purely because I think purely because I think without it you don't eat it. Mm. You don't eat any of it. Yeah, true. I'm yeah, it's that. just it's so key. It lifts everything to a different right. to a different level. You know, like if you take out any other individual aspect, you might be upset, but you'd eat it. But without gravy, you would not eat it. Yeah. So I think mm, it's got. I'm down for that. Will Parker would. He would. Will That's Parker true. Would, but he's down in the cranberry sauce. That's such true. A bucket. He's a freak, mate. He's and a weirdo. If, if there are any, if there, yeah. if there are any drummers Freaky out boy. there, if there are any drummers out there, Garden are looking for one. I've heard. So if you like, if you like gravy and you can play the drums, then hit me up in the. In the... <laughs> hit me up. Yeah. Slide like into my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> just for personal reasons, not for anything I else. Need you. I just want you. <laughs> <laughs> you know okay, what, well, um, do you want to do another tier list or do you want to move music related or what do we want to do? It's all, let, it's all quite let, open plan. Let's move music related. I think I think we I feel like we've 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 burnt the tier list to the ground. <laughs> yeah, we've exhausted that fucking concept, haven't we? <laughs> Sorry everyone. Um <laughs> I I have a little 
idea for something music related. Mm-hmm. If you don't have to look for me for no, uh, I'm just just seeing if you had a plan like approval. If you like, you okay for me to, to yeah, give yeah. Take, idea, your, yeah. take the reins, <laughs> Joe. For this okay, one, mate. I've passed them over. <laughs> I'd like to put forward a section for the podcast, sure. and Go that on. is our musical unpopular opinions. Oof. So I want everyone to go around in a circle, give a musical opinion that you think is unpopular, that you believe oh, in strongly, shit. and then we will all abuse you for it. <laughs> <laughs> Cam's got all his laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I can start off oh, I've got if, one. if we want to give inspiration. Yeah, go, Joe. Yeah? And I've, we've spoken about it sort of briefly before, so I think it's quite a nice like, way in. The Beatles are overrated. Nah, bang out. I've heard you say this before. Not about that. Yeah, not about that. Right. Overrated. Overrated. No, I think they're fairly rated. I think they're as rated as they should be. Nah, right. I thing is, I listened to this podcast where Joe said this. Straight out the gate, I was like, that's bollocks. And then he said, if they were a band today, (laughs) would they make it? Based on the quality of their, their like early, early songs. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I think it's really complicated because I don't think that their early stuff is necessarily that great. But I also don't think that bands would exist as they do without them. I think they got mm, made. They, what... they made the blueprint for like. So you, I, I feel it's a really complicated question to ask. Like, would they get signed today? Because like. I feel like it's judging like mm. an area that only exists because of them. I mm. get that. I get that. And I do I do agree with you. But my counter to that is that what I'm saying is that I think the Beatles started it for everyone. But if the Beatles didn't exist, someone else would have just done it at some point. Like they weren't no. I don't think they were necessary. I think they, they happened to be the earliest. No, I, I And what I'm saying is that I think if you swap them with a different band and swapped eras, then that band would be credited for starting all other band music and the Beatles would be another 90s band. Completely disagree. Completely disagree. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do. I completely disagree. And we had this discussion on the podcast. I I agree the fact is that they um, wouldn't make it today because I don't believe that they're... I don't think the music fits the... Like the... um, platform today like it doesn't it doesn't fit within a space in the industry um whereas at the time they were so different that they were like geniuses they were like tectonic plates that just completely changed the fucking outlook of the whole music world and i and but that's my point is that they're big for that reason for when it was not because of the music they actually produce, like if you take it as it is now, and I, I know you can't, but the point is in the context, and mm. I do get that, and that they did it so early. But like, sort of, my unpopular opinion isn't that the Beatles aren't one of the best bands ever because I think they are. But my opinion is that if you like level the playing field in terms of like time period, I don't think they stick out for me at all. And if you said like pick a hundred artists to listen to for the rest of your life, I don't even think they'd be in it. See, I'm like, like I'm I've listened weird... to their music through, and I think it's all right. John Lennon I'm... would be for me. I don't know whether the Beatles would. I'm I'm a weird mm. one because like I, I really think that they're like one of the best bands of all time. But if I was really honest, if you asked me like ten bands to listen to for the rest of my life, I like, I wouldn't pick mm. them. 
And I can't really say like, why. Do you I'll... listen to the Beatles? Yeah, like every, every so often. Like, oh, mm. it's, it's a, it's I'm a couple. Like I'm very rare. It's, it's a couple of albums that I'll listen to, but I'll sit and listen to the album. Like, I'll sit and listen to, like, mm. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club, or I'll sit and listen to, like, Abbey Road or the White Album or something, and I'll sit and listen to it front to back. But I don't, like, every day chuck on a Beatles song while I'm, no. you know, getting dressed or something. Like, it's not... It's, it's a weird one. Mm. Cam, what's your opinion, mate? I'd say that... Uh... I understand everyone everyone's point of view, and I think it's all uh, everyone's making pretty valid points. I would say the thing with the Beatles is that they, uh, whether someone else would have done it or not, I think they they wrote the blueprint, uh, blueprint, so they deserve every accolade that that they get. I think you know, like it's like everyone says, you know, some of the songs may be um, musically outdated, I suppose, but they wrote the they wrote the blueprint for the four piece band they, they literally made it so I think mm. they, they deserve to be right up there but like everyone said they wouldn't be my top 10 if I had a top 10 of artists mm. or bad artists they wouldn't be in there for me I know what you're all saying yeah. I well, think that it is an interesting one because I, and I, I, as I said like, I'd never said they're not a mm. brilliant band they are a brilliant band yeah, you're claiming they're overrated but I'm claiming they're overrated I'd say in general I'd say when people it's people's go-to for the best band of all time. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're the best I, band I think, of all time. I think, I think you, there's been much better bands I think bands you can relate since. it to anything. First, but... I think you can relate to anything. Even saying in sport, like would Muhammad Ali beat Tyson Fury in a fight? Like, I think yeah. if you know, would Pelé versus like, Ronaldo. Not, 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 yeah, he would. But as in like, yeah, I agree. Mm. That's the point. Like, it's the same in football. People have the argument and they're like, oh, who's better? Like Arsenal's Invincibles or like City Centurions. And you're like, Arsenal's what the exactly. But they're fact. 20 years apart. Yeah, like, you, you can't. can't, you can't. <laughs> the game's completely different. Mm. They'll never play each other. You can't, you can't uh, judge the two because, because they never existed in the same space. Uh, but then I suppose fact. then it ruins... It's not. Yeah. Arsenal's Invincibles are, again, one of the most overrated football teams of all time. Nah, Drew well, 11 well. games or something in that season. Elliot's about to glass, Leicester would have won the league. <laughs> fucking hell like <laughs> I was just trying to get Joe to fucking nibble yeah, <laughs> fucking shit I'm Vince was fucking <laughs> shit <laughs> but yeah I, I, I'm glad I I'm glad there's been a bit of, bit of little bit of agreement not a full agreement but... <laughs> no no agree I don't know I don't there's agree no, you don't think there's any agreement to the fact that they're overrated yeah, no I don't agree that they're overrated I think they're rated fairly I don't, like, I... you think they're the best band of all time for example, oh, well, that's, that's down to personal me, opinion. Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying is when I people they, I say, think they are factually, fa- on factually, they are the best blueprint of a band. They what, are. What does that even mean, though? So, so if you like, it, it's almost like fixing something then broken. Do you know what I mean? They started it. They changed the whole scene. They changed how everything worked because it all went from jazz and blues into that. Yeah, but what I'm saying so, is, is that. You, like, they do you think if the Beatles didn't exist, that that would have never have happened? I think I don't think it would have happened to that scale. No, it's, I think it would have done at some point. Someone no, would have done it. I don't think it would have happened. I don't think it would, that to that scale. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would have happened. I don't agree. I think. I think it would have been different. I think it's that. dead. It's dead easy to say like, oh, anyone could have done it, but like, no one did. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, literally. It's, it's really, it's really facts, easy to sit here and go, oh, yeah, anyone could have put together, you know, 
a four-piece band with guitar, bass, and drums where they could all sing, they could all write songs, anyone could have done it. No one did, and music wasn't like new. It wasn't like music got invented two weeks before the Beatles. Music had been around, mm-hmm. you know, for the existence of humanity, and no one, no one did it like they did. So what I'm just saying, I'm just saying, a lot of people, let's say, that say that they love the Beatles. Yeah, I reckon a very, very vast majority of them wouldn't have listened to a Beatles song in the last month. Waffle. No, I agree. No, I don't no. know many people that actually actually sit down every week, every whatever, and in all their playlists, in all their like proper well-used playlists, have loads of Beatles songs. Joe, in the last week, we have found out what James stands are like. <laughs> yeah, I don't do care. Think Beatles that, fans can come at me. Do you think I don't, that they are... Do you, think do you that, know anyone who actually listens to the Beatles consistently? Like, has them in their playlists? Like, I would listen to Oasis or you would listen to Jamie T. I don't. Uh, yeah, Johnny. Johnny doesn't listen to the Beatles week in, week out. Johnny, yeah, he I does, think to be fair. Yeah, no, jo- no. yeah, no, he does, to be fair. He has them in there. Right, we'll has... see, we'll get back with Johnny. He he has the Minis Prees playlist, which even as someone who quite likes the Beatles, I think is weird. Well, that is weird, because it's just not the vibe at all. <laughs> I think he has, yeah, come, I to... Just, I, he has I come together in I just their think... Prees I could just jump into the. I could just jump into the squadron chat. They're all in there. <laughs> <laughs> you could do. No, I, just, uh, I just. I. 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 Yeah. I don't know. I just think everyone sort of bangs on about them, and I'm like, I think they are very. They are unbelievable. They are one of the best bands of all time. But I don't. I just don't think they're quite. I don't know. They just don't quite well, do it for me. I, I think there's, nah. there's. When you say like the greatest bands of all times, like there's, there's kind of two ways of looking at it, and I think like. If you look at it in terms of what they did for the music world, undisputedly, mm. Beatles are there because they just changed mm. it completely. But like, I kind of get what Joe's means. Like, even as someone who loves the Beatles, I don't listen to ninety percent of Beatles songs. No, like, like I just been coming as you say. If you remove context and you come through it, and you 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 didn't That's sort of include any of that. I know you can't. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, so it's like, it's a, like saying about Oasis in the same in the same light. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you told me you could only listen to Oasis, you could only listen to the Beatles, I would pick Oasis every single day of the week. No, I think I listen to the Beatles. I don't think that's true. I'm telling you my opinion. <laughs> I think the Beatles back catalogue is much much better than Oasis's back catalogue. Definitely not. I don't agree with you at all. Yeah, but that's only just because you fucking wank over Liam Gallagher. <gasps> you've, just, you've just lowered the tone. It was such an interesting debate and you have to ruin it with just some sort of weird comment. No, I do, I I do think say, I do... I... Go on, Elliot. I would say that the result of the argument is that the Beatles are amazing, but I, mm. like, also some stuff... I think some aspects of the Beatles are overrated. But they Beautiful. are like I'll take arguably that. the one of the like they are in top tier of bands of all times, in my opinion. Like mm. I'll take that as a statement. Anyone else got an unpopular opinion? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go with one. Go on then. Right, I think the indie music community failed the nineteen seventy five. Because Ooh, the I 1975 think, are contentious on this podcast as well. I, I think before they were famous, everyone who likes indie music 
raved about their EPs and their first album and was on about them being quality. And I think as soon as they got famous, I argue that they didn't lose any quality in terms of their music, but everyone just hated them because they became, you can call it commercialised, but essentially because because they became, no, no, they were wankers when they weren't famous. If you watch interviews Mm. and stuff, they were like that before they were famous and everyone loved them. And then as soon as they were famous, Mm. people say it's like, oh, they were commercialised, but essentially they got famous, so everyone in the indie community hated them. Because they weren't like an underground indie band. I actually, I just actually like, can probably agree with like, you. What, like, what is, what is the point of it? If like you're, what is the point of trying to be like a famous musician or a famous band if the second you get famous, everyone's just going to hate you? I'll, I'll tell you, Ellie. I, I agree with you as well, and I think it is actually quite a common problem. Like recently, there's a lot of hate on Twitter for the Lapham, and I think it's because. It's the same thing. As soon as people love having, and we do, having finding a band that's got less than a thousand monthly listeners, no one knows about them and they're unbelievable. But then when they then become big and get traction, like now Laughams have a Christmas cover on MTV, people yeah. slate them. But it's like you should be commending that. Like having a band like them on MTV is sick like that's amazing it's incredible for the industry mm. but people don't people have that perspective of like oh they've sold out to mtv they're doing this well not really they're just like as we would if an opportunity comes your way when you're a band that have started in college two years mm. ago for to do a christmas cover on mtv who would say no like i don't i don't quite i agree with you i don't quite understand that perspective well, but i think, I think there are other issues with the 1975 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I think maybe a better example, like, as much as they were never, like, indie artists, if you look at, like, people like, you know, like, Harry Styles and James Bay and George Ezra, you know, they're pop artists, they are, but they're mm. good musicians and they're putting sort of band-orientated, guitar-orientated music into the mainstream. Mm. And I think even if you don't specifically like them... They're very important to like if you like indie music, mm. if you like band music, because they're putting it into a like they're putting it into the forefront of popular music where it wouldn't be without people like that doing it. Uh, yeah, I think I do think you're right. I think they I think they failed the 1975 in a sense of like they boycotted them because of the mainstream. Yeah, but in the same rate, I do think that the commerce commercialization which i don't think is a word no we know what you mean but you know where i'm going with it i do think it kind of took away a little bit from what they were creating i think it was i think it's the same problem that happened with um there's the same similar problem that we're happening that's happening with probably catfish for some respect Uh, i think it's probably a very similar it's a similar issue that we're having with liam gallagher I think it's, you know, I think the problem was is that they, the experimental aspect of the things that they were doing was take, it's been taken out because they've found something which is a blueprint. I think the ones that have, the ones that have hit that success and hit that commercial heights and still been beloved by the industry are bands that have still been different from the crowd they've still had yeah. a, so like arctic monkeys for example were always still developing or changing and i know people boycotted their last album because it wasn't alternative music but in the same respect they did deliver 
different I love that alternatives book. as they went through. Mm. And I think that's I think that's the issue with the 1975 and catfish and people like that. They end up being almost um I want to say writing for adverts because the time fits mm. their style at the time so, and then yeah. they stick with it. I think um and I think we see it with a lot of major artists. Uh, yeah, I, I think, um, to be honest, I think with especially uh, sort of alternative artists who come towards the centre in terms of um, popularity, I think there's been sort of a, uh, a loss of trust in, like, credibility. I think, you know, if you think of the 80s, some of the biggest artists were pop artists. Peter Gabriel, Michael Jackson, Prince, they made pop songs, but they came with such a sense of um, credibility in what they were creating. And now, for some reason, um, you know, rock and alternative artist making pop songs now is laden with such a sense of um it's, it's such a negative negativity around it and i think it's because of there's so much shit mm. pop music out there now if you think considering what, what yeah. there was it's like it's the 80s 90s the pop music was it was amazing i think now we have you know some of these artists who you can tell don't write the songs you tell them don't um have no part in the creative process so then i think we lose trust in all of them like say i think 1975 are the same i think catfish are the same um, where you go, well, did they write that song or did they just do it to be on the radio? And it's hard to tell. I mean, obviously it is hard mm. to tell, but I think, it's, I think it's a loss of trust in pop music. And now suddenly we don't trust good melodies. We don't trust them at all. Mm. No, I agree. And I think, and, and I think it is true to a certain extent is, especially now, like this year, you have artists literally writing songs because they think they're going to work on TikTok, mm. not yeah. because they think it's a good song. Exactly. But, and like I don't, I don't know if that's like I'm not saying that's what like the 1975 are doing, but I think there's the thing is you can make so much money from it mm. that I think you can uh, go. We well, got something to say. Sorry, um, Johnny has returned. Mm-hmm. I asked him have he, has he listened to the Beatles in the last two weeks, and he said yes. There we go. Well, there you go. There you I think go. I, I think I think that's kind of through like all the music culture. Like I'm sure like Cam will agree with me. In terms of uh, sort of the aspiring music community, you're told now, that, you know, a few years ago when we were starting out releasing our own music, you were told release an EP, get a collective piece of work together, and put it out and show that you can do that. And now, the thing you're told to do is release a single, and a few weeks later, release another single. And I think mm-hmm. that all boils down to this sort of like. The, the, the like TikTok culture, like people just want small digestible things, and I think that's Instant. why people kind of lose a bit of trust, like you say, in popular bands and popular music. Because whether or mm. not it's whether or not it's like the fair opinion, you just kind of sit there and assume, mm. oh, they've just done that because that's what's digestible to the public and that's what people want to hear, like. I feel like like the 1975's last album they had like a lot of political things in it. Ten years ago, everyone's like, "Oh, that's amazing! They've been political all this," and now it's, "Oh, they're just being political because that's a fashionable mm. thing to do." It's a and cyclical nature of not, it all, isn't it's, it? It's really? not necessarily justified. Mm. Like if they mm. have those political opinions and they wanted to put them out there, let them do it. Why like you don't have yeah. to just. Well, it's the same thing a band like Idols or someone would be commended for at the same time. Yeah. Like, and it's well, exactly. there is a double yeah, standards yeah. to it, and I think, I think it is again. It's it's that viral nature of like as soon as the community decides we hate the nineteen seventy five. For example, I mean, I don't like them, but like people do then jump on that 
I, bandwagon, and but I do think. Whereas a band say like someone like the Blossoms, who do release quite pop indie stuff, but they're loved by the community. I think I tell you what I tell you what I think a big part of it is, and mm. I think I think a major part of it is is the fan group that is attached yeah, to the it band. Doesn't, mm. It doesn't help. So the 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 nineteen seventy five <laughs> stands, yeah. as you wish, are. I want to say wankers, but I know they're going to come back wow. at us on Twitter. No, but I think you kind of have well, that like teenage no, girl indie versus hooligan indie. Don't yeah, you? it's it's like, like it's a different two. it's a different style. It's like mm. the it's the 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 fourteen fifteen year old girl versus the twenty three year old in a bucket out who sniffs gear mm. off the toilet seats. Mm. Like they're they're the two major Twitter indie mm. fans do you yeah. know what I mean they're the two major, yeah, yeah. major Twitter, Twitter audiences for indie music so and I think that they tar the band with the problematic brushes mm. and like if you if you said to me you can either play to like a 1975 crowd or a Cortina's crowd like I'd, I'd pick Cortina's 100 times out of 100 as much as the gotcha. 1975 crowd might be bigger like you just would and I, that is relevant I do get what you mean yeah. like Particularly, I think not that it's very relevant at the minute, but particularly with live gigs, like I'd much sooner go to a, you know, a Tina's gig or something than a, nineteen seventy five gig. Changes yeah, atmosphere for a lot of for the bands and a, like the aura that the bands give off. I think mm, yeah, like massively. the night the nineteen seventy five aura versus the Cortinas or the you know. Um, you know, it blossoms. Anyone like along them lines think, that are still like pop culture. I, I think there can be, to be honest, I think there can be some sort of snobbishness towards the sort of um, sort of the the, the uh, audience that people attract. Like for some reason, nineteen seventy five attracts sixteen year old girls, and that's not justified in terms of credibility in music. But for some reason, having a twenty three year old mm. bloke suddenly that's all oh, you you make you're g- genius and you make great music. I think. I think it's not fair, really. I, I think um, it's totally I fine. I think every artist, every indie person who makes music in the world, who slags off 1975 for having the audience they do, would take the audience they do every single time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think... Yeah. I think It's like all... Sorry, go on. No, no, you go, you go. Sorry, yeah, I was going to... I think um, I, I think the thing with 1975, I think it's a good point. I think it's really interesting to talk about because I think it's the way that pop music has now been let down by um, the need to be cool. I think that's the main thing it is. And I think that, that uh, the term of being cool now is so important in terms of um, indie alternative music because it doesn't matter now. Like, you know, people would rather take worse melodies as long as you're not doing something, you know, something really mainstream and popular. Mm. I think it's really, really mm. easy to tell now. Yeah, yeah, no, I do agree. I do agree. I think the, you know, it's like all forms of content creation, like anyone's audience shouldn't matter Mm. because it's allowing them to create what they want to create. And as long as they are knowledgeable of that audience and, you know, if they are knowledgeable of that audience and cater for that audience because they are loving of that audience Mm. and they're not wanting to delve around and, change the major fans that they have i think like people have got to remember that you know audiences is what run the industry like audiences is what makes you your money it gives you your job it allows you to create what you want to create so you have that audience like in the same vein as well like you know like i think i really sorry go on 
No, 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 you go, you go. So I was really... I had a bit of lag, I interrupted. <laughs> no, I was, was going to say as well, like, I think people forget as well, you know, the Beatles, they're, you know, they were the first band ever to do it and they had 16 to 18 year old girl, girls as fans. And teenagers, you know? Yeah, and, they were fucking pipe. And, and Nirvana had teen, teenagers <laughs> as fans. You know, it, it, it is totally fine that young people find your music yeah. interesting. It's, it's completely fine. And for some reason now, it's not. And I, I don't understand it's... why. Yeah. I, I think, think that's I... I think that what can give longevity to a band. Mm. I believe that's what gives I yeah. believe that's what gives longevity to a band because music that you grow up around sticks with you longer than bands that are just phases in your twenties. Mm. I've I've found like I yeah, you absolutely. know I I find that I still go back to darkness. I still go back to madness. I still go back to the undertones. All the misses. Yeah. All, all the misses. All the misses. Yeah. Yeah. I still I still go back to all of them bands because they're the ones that I grew up around and was mm. surrounded by growing up, like the specials yeah, and ska music, because that's all I knew. So. I can't I think, think of another I think a really, a really <laughs> monster. I think another really weird thing with like the like indie community, like in its nature, people stop being an indie artist. Like yeah, you do. have, you have, you have Stormzy becomes popular. No matter how popular he gets, he will never stop being like a rap artist or a hip hop artist or whatever you want to call it. Mm. But because the nature of indie music is that it's indie and it's like individual labels, small bands, as soon as you get big, you kind of get thrown under the bus that you're then a pop I, band. I, I hate that. I still, I, I, like, I, it's, it's a weird, it's only this genre where it happens in. Everyone else was I, always a jazz singer, whether she was popular or not. She was a jazz singer. Mm, she yeah, never stopped I, I, being a jazz singer. Like, yeah. I do tend to disagree when it comes to like um like Stormzy had a massive lot of hate with uh, like grime artists. I think like I think yeah. you find that like you get sat in this box and as soon as you break out the box the fans of the box dislike. Mm. So yeah. grime the grime genre like he's still a rap and hip hop artist but he was a grime artist to begin with. Yeah. So like as soon as he broke yeah. that box and released Gang Signs and Prayers Everyone that was a fan of him for his like uh, wicked Skengman EPs didn't like but that's, what but that, happened but because, then that's understandable. because it becomes pop. No, because it becomes popular culture. So yeah, because if the music, in, if the music's not grime anymore, you can understand why no, the grime it wasn't, fans it don't wasn't like it. Not, it wasn't not grime. It was just different to grime. So it's the same but, with Indian Indian pop. I think it has a similar struggle. It does. I agree. But I think the difference is the issue you have with indie. Is the difference between that is that, that that's like a progression of music in a different sense. So if you take a grime artist who's very, very raw underground grime, and when he moves into something that's quite different, those underground raw grime fans don't like it. Mm. With indie, a band like Catfish can literally release the same album again and yeah, go from being one of the greatest indie fucking one of the most loved indie bands of all time like people fucking loved them from that first album drop the second one it's the same album pretty much but because they're popular everyone's fucking slating them mm. like, there's no I, musical I, there's no, if you say oh do you know what I like the 1975's first album 
I don't like the second one because of the musical direction. You can't you can't really argue with that. But if it, it's that culture in indie music where it's not even a difference in like I don't like the music. It's literally they're releasing the same music, mm. but now I hate them because they're popular. The, and yeah, that's like, like, I think like, that, that, I that's think, weird because take... it's the edginess. It's the edginess you, of if, the industry, isn't it? If you if you take Stormzy for the example, and you take Gang Signs and Prayers, like if he releases that unsigned, unheard before, Grime fans don't like it. But as mm-hmm. Joe said, if you release Catfish's second or third album before they've released anything, the indie community are going mad for it. The, yeah. only, the yeah. only change is the fact that they've become exactly. you know, mainstream, they've become popular. And I think that's a bit of a shame. Like, Fair enough, it is if a people shame. become really commercialised and you don't like their music once it's commercialised, I get that totally. Like Coldplay, their first mm-hmm. album's quality. The rest of it, I think, shit, because it's just overly commercialised. I don't mm-hmm. like it. But I think there's some rappers. people where it's just it's the decisions made for them before they even listen to it because they're like, oh, they're famous now. I don't. I, I, I'm not bothered by that. Like, We're back from collecting beers. Yeah, beer break. We are back. I need. I need a. I need a producer so we can just not take these cuts and people can just run and get us yeah, alcohol. It'd be so much nicer. Need a runner. Do need a runner. Mm-hmm. When you need Chris. One day. Chris. One day. Chris, the cameraman, that's what you need now. That's that's what we need, the cameraman Chris, Chris involved, yeah. We do need Chris. It is sad, it is sad, but soon come, soon yeah. come. We'll be back, we're back in the studio with people. It isn't just seeing your face every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think that was a really good conversation before. From Cam's laughing, I think he has an unpopular opinion, which we need to smash very quickly. But I don't know if I've got one, man. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I do. Go on, call some beef. Good, who do you hate? Damn, go on. Stay there must pop. be a band you don't like. Who do you, who do you think is your I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Who do you think? You have one. Absolutely not. Who do you, by midway through January, end of January, do you want to be above in Spotify in a month of listeners? Who are you, who are you, who's your target? Who are you taking down? I know, I know, I know two or three of Cam Pike's unpopular indie music opinions. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. Let's open the fucking book here. No, What's I'll, going I'll, on? No, okay, one, I'll give him the chance. One. If he doesn't say it, I will, but I'll let him go. Nah, I'll, <laughs> one band that I do really not like and I think are pricks because I've met them and they're still, and they're pricks is Blossoms. Really? Ooh. So, wow. I, I met them at Reading and they were total pricks. Wait, who did they you like nice all people. of them? I met all of them. We were I was with my brother and uh, our friend Nick in a hotel just outside, and they were considering right. So just to some context, people who are listening, but imagine to me a little douchey little bastard. My brother who's in a wheelchair, and my friend Nick who's five foot nine and twenty stone. And we walk in, and the bloke from Blossoms comes over and goes, "Oh, are you guys playing Reading?" And it's me, my brother who's in a wheelchair, and my mate who's going, no, no, we're not. And they went, oh yeah, we are. And I was like, all right, then what band are you guys? And we're like, oh yeah, Blossoms. I'm like, cool. And we were like, what stage are you playing? And he went, oh, main stage. So we were like, oh, that must be a big deal. Um, and they went, no, not really. And then they just fucked off and left. That is odd. That is strange, but that sounds like drugs. Not about it. So, mm. so we, can, we can conclude that the Blossoms hate disabled people 
and <laughs> they're Headlines. definitely on drugs. <laughs> We've, I'll tell you what. It's just the way they came over to us. We were checking into the hotel. It was me, my brother and mate Nick. As, as if they thought, we, yeah, we just got a main stage, yeah. mate. Yeah, we just got off. Oh, yeah, it was a good show. As, as, as a quick, there was knobheads. As a quick counter story, I've met Joe Donovan, who's the drummer in Blossoms, in Manchester, when it was the uh, City Champions Parade, and he was there, and he was just knocking about. And me and my dad went to speak to him and he was one of the nicest blokes I've ever met and was really genuine. Really? It was like, yeah, I chatted to him about their podcast and how much we enjoyed that. And literally he was like, I think it's oh, cocaine. Really? We're going, we, he was literally chatting about where they were going afterwards and about city, about football. Like it was literally to the point, you know, when you meet, if you meet someone who's famous mm. and you can tell they're trying to get away and you're like mm. keeping them there a little bit, it literally was the opposite. Like me and my dad had a dinner I think- reservation, and I was trying to get away, and he'd be like, he'd be asking me another question. And I'm like, we've actually we've we've got to go, mate. Like Damn. he was so nice. So, like, <laughs> that's why I think I'd that's rid of that story. That's like, why I think it's cocaine. Mm. That's why I think it's cocaine. I, I think the thing with these um these famous people now, especially as well, is that um like uh, like like for example with that story, I met them once, and they weren't they weren't you know I, they weren't nice. They weren't nice people. Yeah. And um and now suddenly it's taken me forever. Now I w- I can't mm. think they're nice. Blokes now, and I think you know it's it's a shame because like you say they might be really nice guys, might have had a yeah. bit of a, might have had a dodgy afternoon or a long drive or something. And yeah, you never for know. Some the, reason yeah. for that, mm. but mm. The, yeah, I, I just they just really weren't nice. Like you know, you just tell they weren't they weren't yeah, very nice. Yeah, got a vibe. I don't like calling people mm. out, but damn, why don't you why don't you just stop chatting shit about other bands? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Look. <laughs> what are you? What's going on? I feel so left out. Anyway, it's something like, happening. Just like Cam, just like I fucking hate everyone. They're dickheads. Don't like any of them. <laughs> they weren't nice. So who's like, so I, I, your I, rivals? Is that who you're taking over next year? Yeah, I mean they're way, past. way, way bigger than us, and they probably always will be. But they weren't very nice. I, I, I just can't imagine myself being that much of a knobhead if I'm, if I'm, you know, if we ever got to a position of that level, I just couldn't imagine myself saying that. Like the sort of things they were saying. Mm. Come on, I feel like Elliot's still nice got words. one to say about Cam <laughs> that he's got an unpopular opinion. Oh no, that it? no, I haven't got any of us. No, no, no. Oh no, my, mine's no, mine wasn't as beefy as that. Cam just doesn't like idols, and I quite like idols. They left us on scene, so yeah, I, I we sent them a DM them. and they've they've read it and not replied. So to be fair, they can go really? to the hate list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking beef. That was yeah, resolved quickly. I'm, I'm outnumbered. That was resolved quite quickly. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck idols. I, I under- Sorry. I understand idols a lot more now musically. I get them a lot more. I, I think I like them. I think they're. I think they seem really nice people. I think while well, watching interviews, I think they seem really nice musically. I'm into them a bit. You know, I couldn't listen to a, like hours of them. I'd, I'd say they're nice, nice people as well if if we were allowed mm. to interview them and they replied to our DM, but <laughs> yeah. they, 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 we'll never know, will they, we? We'll never know. They might have been on the fucking TSRP advent calendar tomorrow if they'd have replied, but here we are, so yeah. never mind. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. So we hate we hate fucking everyone now, don't we? Fucking hell. Beatles, we Blossoms, <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> We've covered everything. The Beatles, Blossom, Christmas <laughs> and Brussels. <laughs> The four, the oh, four of us are getting cancelled tomorrow morning. It's just like mm, yeah. It's just like over. Every, like just waves and waves mm. of people just being like, "What are you on about?" That is the plan. Any publicity is good publicity. Mm-hmm. Exactly what I think. That's I think true. I yeah, for sure. 
Uh, our camera has just died, I think. Never mind. Rip. Rip camera. Sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> you have another section, Elliot, you want yes, to move into. I'd like to, I'd like to jump into a highlights of the year section, which I know is a bit of a shit one for this year, but I, I, I want to try and... Uh, <laughs> there, there are still some highlights. So there must there people go. still have highlights. Um, so I want to try and get what people's highlights have been and what they're most looking forward to next year. Because obviously, if we're going to go like highlights and shit bits, mm. everyone's shit bits probably going to be locked down. Realistically, yeah. do you know what mm. I mean? I feel like that's probably quite a quite a big <laughs> shit bit. So a communal. <coughs> Oh, I just swallowed weirdly. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Sorry, everyone. I, this is horrible so, for a so podcast. So he turned and coughed on sorry. me. Yeah, know, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Um, that that yeah. wasn't COVID safe. If you're at home, don't no. copy that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, we're not. We're not role cough models. Cough on your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> we're not role models. Um, yeah, so let's get everyone's highlights of the year so far. Because to be fair, we've had an all right year. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like mine's been okay. This is like. Uh, is this black personally? Yeah. yeah, personally. What's you, you know, personally, it could be band orientated or it could be like you. Bit yourself. both. Bit, Bit both. both. That'd be quite nice. Band highlight and personal highlight. Is it? Is it am I? Over here. I'm going to take the floor. <laughs> Don't look behind you. There's no one there, mate. Cam, there's like. Yeah, go, go on, Cam. We'll choose you. Go first. Cam, mate. there's four Give of us some... here. I don't know why you're looking around. Like, there's not like masses <laughs> of people. Yeah. Who's there? I've got a little. There's a little painting. There's a little. There's a little, uh, little tiny little painting of me with mustache on over there. So it could be him. Cam, yeah, just. Everyone uh, zoom in and clip uh, that out. San, Senor Pike. I'm not there. gonna lie, mate. We cannot see that. Dan's <laughs> yeah, just, sure <laughs> just waiting, like, oh, if one of the voices in my head would like to answer, then. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, I was picturing a fucking like, will to say... pop up from under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's long dead by now. Um... <laughs> With his dry roasting. Uh, uh, People, people ask us a lot about, uh, you know, the sort of year and plans for next year. I mean, it's strange because this year's really, by the way, it's been one, I mean, it's been the best year of our lives so far, easily by a mile, um, in terms of engagement and stuff like that. I think, uh, I think the highlight of this year was, I think Annie Mac playing us was huge. That was, that yeah. was a, that was a massive highlight of this year. That I think, mental. I'm so jealous. Um, <laughs> Like, oh, I think maybe it's Annie Mac playing us. Like, fuck <laughs> off, Gab. Mine's the fact that I got a it... breakfast triple at half price earlier. <laughs> 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 Mate, that's way better. Yeah, um, I, th- yeah I think, um, yeah, the radio one's like the radio one, uh, Annie Mac play was that was, I mean, yeah, that was crazy. I think, um, I don't know. Cause it, I mean, to be honest, it sounds it sounds really wanky, but I think some of the messages we get now have really made this uh, the whole. You know, they they really give you them um them back to earth moments when people tell you, you know, the sort of stories about them or what the you know songs done to you, done to them or whatever. Um, they they really uh they 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 bring you back down to earth. I think. Being able to engage with people in such a way we have this year, I think, has been really insane. And the sort of message we got from people around the world has been absolutely insane. And like people getting tattooed, tattooed our lyrics, or whatever, is just mad. 
Um, That's mental. It's amazing. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. I mean, we don't deserve it at all. It's crazy. No, it's, yes, do. you do. But the thing is, I think, it, is um, it is a well, blow up, though, isn't it? Like, it is like mm. as good as that original EP was. And I, I'm sad to see it go from Spotify, to be fair. I, I enjoy so a lot actually. of those songs. Mm. Um, but it is a case of going from a band that are really, really good and have a lot of promise to a band that are legit fucking having songs on Radio 1 do and like, like that step is that's something that what? some people never mm. reach and if people do reach it it takes them you know years and years and it's something that <laughs> happens quite sort of I know it's taken you years in a sense mm. but it's like this year especially as you say it's, it has been like a like a big blow up hasn't it so oh, that's be strange yeah, I mean it's, it's crazy because, I mean especially people think you know because you, it's happened sort of all with one year people think you've only been around for this long but we've been around for you know since yeah. I was 16 I've been in this band 15, 16 so it's crazy how, how suddenly it, it, it sparks and clicks but um, I think the um, I think the thing I appreciate the most is you know the the, the connection I think that's the thing I, I, I feel the most at the moment especially even you know, every couple of days you get a message from someone from I don't know from New York or something just saying how much mm. certain songs mean to them which is just it's just it's insane incredible I, I, I well, think people don't understand how much that means well, I'd nearly tear up sometimes reading some of these messages I get. Mm. Um, and it, it does mean a lot to me. It really, really does. And I, I can't, I can't feel that. I mean, some people say these, like some of these songs are their favourite songs. Whatever. I'm like, dude, you need to go listen to some better songs. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it is insane. I think. Um, yeah, but per- personally, band wise, I mean, some of the stuff we've got planned for next year is I'm, I'm very excited for. I obviously can't. Say too much, whatever. But uh, no, hold on. Whoa. I can't talk too much right next year. <laughs> but we've got some cool stuff planned for next year. Yeah. I was like, I could tell you lads and whatever, but uh, that's a cop out, Cam. Yeah, some... yeah, mate. We have this Sorry, every yeah. now. They keep saying like we've got things next year, but we can't say. Hold on. Come on, <laughs> exclusive for the Scratch Record. People. We're releasing a we're releasing a calendar, a, a very <laughs> sexual calendar. Can I shoot oh, it? Um, can I help take the photos? Because I really want to get into some You're in it. Oh yeah! <laughs> well, can we be January? I'll get my cock out for Kush you can. in a calendar. <laughs> I tell you what, that's happening. You know. <laughs> Let's make it. A plan. <laughs> I'd, I'd buy it. That's I'd such buy a good it, idea definitely. as well to make a calendar. Um, Mate, I mean, let's do it. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> We're not the most talented people, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, next year is gonna, be, is gonna be really, really cool. Gigs, um, mate. I mean, gigs, Cam. Come on. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I can't. But it's, it's since I was looking at, um, I was talking, I spoke to one on the phone earlier. I, I, we were just talking about the numbers and stuff for this year. It is insane. Mm. I feel so grateful for what's happened this year, and you know, I mean, we've and the, the thing is as well, don't rap too long, but we worked really hard, and I'm, you know. Every that's the thing with all these artists and people who get there who you get slated by the indie community and all that sort of thing. Um, I think people don't understand how much work goes into it, and I think that's a huge thing that gets underestimated is how much time and effort and money goes into getting to the position you want to be. And you know, we're nowhere near you know where we think we want to be and could be one day, but um, yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's nice to get that bit of you know appreciation a little bit. Definitely, mate, and it's it's a hundred percent deserved. And like I've said this before when we interviewed you before, but like I saw you in like January or something, and I remember you so clearly saying like me being like, oh, what's going on with Garden? That the EP come out and blah blah blah. But and I was mm. what's going on? And you were like, 
we're releasing a song every month for the start of this year and like it's gonna be good <laughs> and me being like oh I shit mean, we like, fuck like that is if you do that that would be madness and then literally like two weeks later you drop love me to death on spotify and then it went from there and you did those few months of releasing mm. a track every month and mate it's like it is mad <laughs> to sort of see you go from a band of that point I to think, now but like I as you say it's not it hasn't happened randomly it's happened because you fucking mm, no. worked I think hard. like any band that's listening to this or anyone that's out there will know how fucking hard it is to make a track a month it's so oh, yeah, much I mean, work goes into those tracks it's we, unbelievable and we didn't do it we only released six or six this year so we didn't even do half of it so yeah but they it, were like a lot I mean, of them were in not, those first like six months weren't they probably like it was pretty i mean obviously the covid screwed it a little bit for us to be fair mm. but yeah i mean it, i mean I, I remember i remember so clearly talking to our producer you were uh, we were all these singles and we I maybe sent him 10, 15 songs or something. When I was like, what do, you, what, do you, what do you reckon for a single, an EP, whatever? And he went, oh, why don't you just do one song a month? And, uh, and it was, I, I love that idea. I really, I'm, mm. I'm proud of us for trying. I mean, I, I have no problem with publicly uh, being wrong or, you know, not making uh, what we said we would. Um, I think, I think it really stood us in good stead. And I think mm. um, the thing that was, to be honest, most nuts for us Obviously, you might not set this into people. It's uh, how uh, our the the different songs that got the set that got the sort of um, engagement they did. Like, say, help, help, which is a really quite punky, really British sounding so song, and love me to death. Mm. Considering um, it's quite a I don't know maybe a a prom sort of eighties sounding song. Mm. Getting the same sort, of, well, not getting the same, but um, getting that sort of attraction was really yeah. that was really um, justified. But now we go okay, we can release what we want. And it's, yeah. it's sort of um, it's sort of fine. But yeah, so it's it's been a bit nuts, man. I'm, I'm I feel well proud of all of us, and and I feel so proper thankful for everyone who's listened to our stuff and wasted a couple of minutes of their life listening to our shitty tunes. <laughs> well, we've wasted. Imagine how many hours of people's lives we've wasted. Your songs <laughs> are fucking three to four minutes long. Our podcasts are an hour, over an hour long every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Which we wasting have, people's time? Mate, <laughs> over forty hours of content <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. Come on now, no, I can't, mate. You fucking smashed it, and Garden Twenty Twenty One is the fucking Thanks, is going to be unbelievable. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see I'm what excited. happens. Gigs one day, for sure. Oh, we're going to be at everyone. Trust me, we're going to be so annoying. <laughs> oh, mate. You're going to be in some it. random European country and look down at me, and it'll be like. <laughs> We came! For fuck's sake. I'd love to go back to Amsterdam and play there. That was insane. Uh, I'll come to Amsterdam, but I'm not doing mushrooms for you. We'll I'll tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's move. Let's move. <laughs> let's move. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I mean, on, there's sorry. Either, there's either a story here or we move on, Cam. It's your decision. <laughs> We're moving on. Okay. Yeah, moving on. We're back. It's section four of this amazing, amazing podcast. And if you're hearing it on Christmas Day, which you should be, um, I've spent 
fucking hours editing this this week so um please leave a like subscribe on spotify and hilarious when you don't get it done this is out on fucking the like 27th like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mid, mid, mid sorry um, it took even more hours of a respect that was not out on but yeah there. so if you are still listening please subscribe please like um leave us a review on apple podcast and if you haven't done that yet then what the fuck are you doing please get over there have a little have a little review and mm-hmm. it really helps out more than you think it does um so Elliot, we were asking you. We've tried about four times, um, and we're going to try again. Uh, what is your plans for twenty twenty one? What are we what are we looking at music wise? Um, you sound like my mum. What What are you doing with no. your life, Elliot? <laughs> Honestly, are you uh, going to no, move out, uh, Elliot? Uh, I think for me, <laughs> you're triggering me now. Um, I, I, I kind of think for me, it's like. Uh, as much as earlier in the podcast we said it was not the tactical decision, I'm quite keen on making an EP. I think this year. I think I sort of done Sick. a few, few things that sort of individual songs and stand on their own sort of thing, and I'm quite keen to try and sort of push myself to make something that works as a collective, and not mm. just like sort of five or six random songs put mm. together and released at once. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. To try and make myself make something that plays start to finish and, you know, has pitches and dips and works as a... Sounds fucking brilliant. That's really cool. Stop flirting, Joe. Honestly. Meg might watch this. She'll be upset then, won't she? (laughs) She won't be two hours in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She'll have started it. She'll have got to... Russell Sprouts and she'll have left. (laughs) She'll have been like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, I really enjoyed it, Joe. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, podcast is good this week. Did I fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, definitely. I think that's it, mate. And, and it will be proper, proper push that and have a. I think you say it's not the tactic, but with I think because you've released so many good singles that it gets to a point where like actually that might be a really smart move is to give yeah. a, show a little bit of a diversity in that sense and yeah, give a little bit of a collective put an EP out there and I mean I know we'll be sharing it about and I'm sure a lot of other people would as well and it would do well absolutely I think it would be I think it would be good to see you kind of push that extra step it's the next step really after this year of singles I think next year does kind of the natural progression is towards an EP or towards an extended well I was going to say I was going to say extended (laughs) project but that is literally what EP stands for so yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, def- yeah, yeah definitely. That would be sick. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think you got to sort of try and keep things a bit interesting for yourself, haven't you? And I think you have, like you have, you have got you got to push out. I think you can like if you've done it a few times. Not that uh, you know, not that it's like sort of like sat there writing world class songs, but I think if you've sat there and written a couple of songs, chances are you can sit there and write a couple of more songs. And I think you kind of have to try and find new ways, like trying to write something that all fits together and works as a narrative and as a sort of a, like, audio progression sort of thing is quite an mm. easy way to do yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. My- I, think, I think, yeah, and I think it's just nice to see, and it'd be nice to see, like, your creative process with everything else that's going on too, with everything from... uh covers to to the like the cover of it and things like that it's nice yeah. seeing because i think you've got a very good artistic mind and everything else because it's all your solo stuff you have control over mm-hmm. every aspect 
which I think is something really cool. And, you know, we're always here to help if you ever want videos shot and stuff like that. Like, I'd love to be able to help you get through some work like that. I think it'd be really cool. This is quite a nice little sort of group together. Because I think, because I'm like mates with everyone, it's quite a nice little creative space. And, you know, if I, if I want some help with lyrics or music or writing or something, you know, can go to Cam if I want an opinion on me. If I'm like, oh, is this any good or not? I know that I could send it to you boys and you'd be like, no, I've been that off that shit. If I, Cam's enjoying that, isn't he? Honestly, he's delayed. He's delayed. He's frozen on us. He's delayed. So he's Fifteen seconds. Also, Elliot um, just cracked me up. That was so Barrett. quick. Elliot, I've got a question with single T. Elliot, that's all right. Yes, yes. We will allow it. <laughs> You're not the host, but we'll move on. So, um, you know. Yeah, I, I put a file in and yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I've, um, sent it, I've sent it through to our producers and they've allowed Mr. it. Mr. Williams. We've got the okay. What was your uh, <laughs> Yo. what was your hardest song to record this year and write and record? Um, That is a very good question. Thanks, um, he tries. The issue is, why are we here now? Because we've got two very good musicians interviewing each other. We're well, I'm here for the look. Hello and here. welcome to the Scratch Record Podcast. It is me and Elliot here. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode one of the new era. So, Cam. Um... <laughs> no, God, I'm interested. What's um... saying? How did we allow this to happen? Um... No, God, what do you think? What's, okay, what's that's the actually, that, is, that is quite a good question. Um, so... I think probably, so I think being the first one I recorded in the new process, as I'll mm. call it, lift off, sort of had a different set of challenges as other things. Mm. It was off. new. It was the first thing I'd recorded solely on my own. It was the first time I'd used any MIDI tracks. Uh, it was the first time I'd used Logic. It was sort of the first for a lot of things. Um, so probably because it was the first one that, but if I recorded it now, it probably wouldn't be the most difficult. Mm. Um, the most time I spent on one was the bodega. Really? Um, I think for that one, I had a very clear, I, I think it, like uh, when you write, a, well, yeah, when you write a song, I think you have a very clear vision in your head of what it should be. And I think for the first few, because I was just getting grips, getting to grips with the software in the process and stuff, mm. I was like, oh, that's really good. If it was 99% of the way there, I'd be like, oh, that's wicked. That works. And leave it in. And I think the Bodega was the first one where I felt comfortable enough with the software that if I was 99% of the way there, I'd be like, that's still not where I want it to be. Mm. Mm. Like as much as, much mm. as that's good enough, I want to kind of push it to be where I want it to be. So to be perfect. That, yeah, I, th- I think you kind of grow with the software and you have a few teething yeah. problems with the first few things you record. Naturally, yeah. And you're probably and, and you're probably happy you're probably happy with that like you know, you see it with anything when you know sportsman joins a new club like if he has a relatively good game first time out he's happy with it but 6 months down the line he maybe mm. 
is trying mm. to push himself to be teething problems. Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, di- for different reasons, either the bodega or lift off. Um, That's good. So as as a follower, if anyone's not listened to an Elliot Williams song yet, what's your favourite? Which one would you Ooh. push them to go listen to? Like. Can I ask my quick Which one would you be like if you've not listened to one? Go on. I reckon my favourite Ellie Williams song, and I told you at the time, was the Good Days. Yeah. That's my um, favourite song. To be honest, it's Good Days. Favorite one. I think mine but, might be Bo Day. Uh, mine's Bo Day. Nah, mine's Good Days. Well. I love that song. Yeah. I think it's weird because I think, yeah, it's between, it is between those two. I'm not just saying that genuinely. Mm. Like, I think. Liftoff is a tune as well, though. I did list- I did stream the fuck out of that when it came out, and it, yeah. is, it is a worldie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think... Personally, my favourite, whether or not it's the better song, is Good Days. Mm-hmm. But I think Good Days and Bodega kind of felt, without sounding like that douchebag that's mm. like, oh, it's my sound. Like... They were the two that I listened back to and I was but, like, yeah, that, that yeah, sounds right. I, I'm very happy with how that sounds as a song. Yeah. Like mm. it's got it's got a bit of energy, it's got a bit of songwriting, it's, it's got like a bit you. of which song yeah, which, yeah. which song yeah. do you reckon um, um, means the most to you out of all the songs so far? Good So far, good days, definitely. Really? Yeah, I think that was written in a I, I touched on it when we did the podcast before, but that was written in a period in my life where I was sort of struggling with certain things and mm. it was sort of written about the bittersweet of life and the the sort of good things you can find in the shit times and mm. I think that's something that I like sort of carry with me till now like it's a song that I sort of yeah think about yeah, it's, I mean, it's sort of it, it finds the positives in things from my perspective mm. anyway because I, mm, I, yeah. I wrote I wrote it in that place um, and I think that yeah, yeah. And Wait, I think it does come a, it come across as like that as well. To be fair, oh. no, yeah. What about you, Cam? Go on. So, uh, different reasons, but I'd say, uh, "Love Me to Death" means the most to me. Not just because it's been like the most successful ish so far. That did always mean the most to me. Or "White Wolf" that meant a lot to me when I wrote that as well. Yeah. Uh, one of them mm. too. It's weird. I don't know about you, what you think, but I, I find for me, um, songs still change over time. How they, what they mean to me now. Like I, when I listen back to White yeah, Wolf now, yeah. it means it means something different to me now than maybe what I, what I know I originally what wrote about. And let me death the same. Yeah. Of course, I think that I think that shows an intelligence to the writing though that it can mean it can mean more things to more people at different times. Mm. Like if you write a song that only means one specific. That's so sad. Let's, no, go. Uh, we won't edit it out, so I'm not gonna say well. Uh <laughs> I think you can make a specific point and it means something uh at the time mm. in a certain context. But I think to write a song where it means a lot of the time, but it then, as you say, like times change and context change, mm. but it still means a lot, and you can apply it to different things. I think that that shows a massive power to I, the songwriting. To be fair, I also I also think some something that some people sort of try not to admit because 
they want to sound very like meta and like they're very intelligent and know exactly what's going on in their life. Like for me, sometimes I sit down and write a song and I don't really appreciate what it's about until I finish the song. Mm. Like you sit down and you have a bit of inspiration mm. about something and you sit and write a set of lyrics or you sit and write something and you've not necessarily sat down to write a song about that thing. Mm. But it's oh, just yeah, of you, you've you've started you've started sort of being creative, and that's what's mm. come out. And I think you sit back and reflect, and you go, "That was about this feeling mm. I had, or that was about what I was doing here." Or... Yeah. Yeah, I don't definitely. know if you get it where you I, I don't know if you get it where where uh, you you'll like certain lyrics will mean a lot to you. You're like that's got to be that chorus, and that's got to be that verse, and that that lyrics that they're certified. Yeah. They've got to be there. And you don't even really know what they mean. You know what I mean? When you get through it. And yeah, certain yeah, things no, mean yeah, so yeah. much, and I know there's certain things have happened like that when you you have no idea what they mean. Then when you come later and you go, oh, that definitely meant this to me. Even not in real, like very really long time, like even certain specific yeah, massively. sections and stuff. It's interesting. I wish I could write a song yeah. so badly. You can, mate. Push so good. Badly. I can't. Mate, Cam. you could. Cam, we were in music. We were in music together in year nine. We've just spoken about this. I can't. Mate, you should have heard some of the fucking songs beats. I was singing. I don't under. I don't. I don't get it, mate. I can't. But I wish I could because it's fucking sick. Yeah. I used to write songs. Go on, give it a go. Mate, I used to write songs. Anyone. Elliot, go on, sing one to us now. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I I don't have them still. They were were burned years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I used to do it it long, long time ago because I used to like poetry. So my, my. my songs were probably more. We've poetry. we've got a little bit of an idea about us to writing songs, and uh, it may be in the new year it will come to fruition. But speaking, I'm going to cut that out <laughs> because that's quite a big point. Oh, no. that's sad. Uh, no. Speaking to the new year, Elliot. How have you found this year, and what what's the plans for next year for you? For me, um, for you? I've got. I think this year has been a. It's been a strange one for me because it's been. <laughs> One probably one of the most restricting but most progressive years that I've ever had with kind of like life in general. Like I feel like it's been one of the ones where a vision of a vision of mine in certain aspects, but also having a support from yourself. Like I think it's been one of them ones where it's something where like we've kind of taken something that was just kind of an idea that we kind of threw about. I'd had a bit of an idea for it probably a long time ago for a podcast, but to have it come into some form of fruition, um, I think is probably one of my highlights to start this. And then I think, but I, I do think my main highlight has to be that there is people that I don't know own a t-shirt that I designed. Mm. Yeah, mate, that is class. To be fair, that is something. As a statement, that, that's pretty. That is powerful, something I've it? got in my car. I have the original sketches of that of that design uh, in a notebook, and I think that is something for me is a really big. That's really quite big for mm. me because it's what one of my. You've spoken about designing clothes for a long time as well. Oh you? Like, yeah, it's been a massive. This isn't thing. like we made merch for this because we made merch. It was like. Yeah, it wasn't like because we need we wanted to have some clothing and to be able to make a bit of money. It was a you. passion project for me for sure because clothing's clothing's always been a passion mm. of mine and I've always designed it. Mm. I've just never had an opportunity or the the reasoning to be able to 
the means or anything. The means or to like to to even like like I've always had designs, but I've never had the reasoning to be able to go here. Here's my designs to a graphic designer and be like, look, mm. make this look like this, just not like a child's drawing it. Mm. So it's like it's just, that's that's been my highlight for sure. Definitely. Mm. I feel like as well. Um, twenty twenty one. Sorry, go on. Go on, Cam. Go on. I was going to say. Uh, one sec. I, th- I feel like. No, no, you, you, mate. I think the th- the thing is, uh, it's just really cool about. I'm sure you guys are just over creating as well. Is that you know people who aren't part of the, maybe a creative world or um creative personalities, they don't understand that how uh, those sort of things are enough. You know what I mean? Like you doing one thing that you made, and even yeah. one person of it is enough. I feel like that's you know people don't understand that. And how Mate. they talk about money and they talk about, you know, mm. uh, financial um, influence. But them things mean way more to the, us, our sort of, you know, people who are our so sort much of um, kind. And, and I think, I, think I, I totally agree. And I even yeah. have that with, I even have that with my, my family to some respect. Mm. I think they, you know, my family kind of get it, but they don't get mm. the the meaning of these these projects and you know with my my uh, my creativity is in a in a i feel like it's in a strange way because it's not the standard for creative minds because normally you see creatives and they become musicians mm. or they become artists or they become this that like book writers mm. or script writers and stuff like that whereas like for me like mine comes with Clothing design, um, logo design, podcast, podcast content, video content, and that's kind of like my headspace, I guess. That's kind of like where it comes, and it's quite difficult to have to to explain it to people because you know, financial gain or not, in my life, I've always needed an outlet for mm. that. I've always needed to be able to express it, and until. This year, maybe last year, I started my like journey of being able to mm. express my creativity properly because I had a radio show or I had a I had a podcast that I started or stuff like mm. that. Like I had other bits and bobs going on that never quite quite got mm. the ball rolling. This year, I feel like I've really been able to kind of get into my stride to some respect of it and kind of like. Like, uh, to be honest, money would be nice. I, I, you, you know, I always have that. I have a, I have a cocky mindset mm. in a sense of like something I make will make me money mm. at some point. Like, exactly. it, like, there is no, I have no yeah. doubt that something that I create, write, film, whatever I do will make me money at some point. Mm. To be honest, as long as I'm creating. And I can make a living out of it, and I can keep a roof over my head, and I can make it my job eventually. I'm I'm pretty happy. I don't, mm. to be honest, I don't want to make millions and millions, th- and it be. I think that's it. Wouldn't it's not my goal. I think that's the thing, especially when you when you you need to learn, especially as a creative person. I think everyone goes through this thing where you want to be as you know big as you can be, which obviously everyone does. But I think the thing of being enough. And it being enough that you're being creative and, you know, expressing yourself and having an outlet like every one of us here does, you know, in our own different ways. Everyone has an outlet mm. that um, is such a, um, what, a catharsis because you need it. You have to have Ooh. it. What are you, you going to do about it? Good word. It's a good word. Good words. Cheers. Thank you, uh, Google. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, it's madly important. I, I think it's underestimated in, in, you know, how we're all, 
us four here are very different types of people. We are very, very different types of interest. Mm. All of us need this creative outlet that we all, um, we all use. Mm. And it, it's who cares, man? Who gives a shit if a million people like your stuff or two people like your stuff? It doesn't matter at all. You know, mm. it, it, the only thing that matters is if you like it. That's the only thing that matters. I think. I, I think, think as that, well. Like, yeah, I do agree for think, sure. I think as well. Like Cam, Cam sheds a good bit of light, a bit, good bit of light on it there, saying how different we all are. We're sort of all in, you know, one tiny corner of you know, little herd indie music. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and, so you know, that's yeah, so different that's, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the tiniest corner of like creativity in general. Mm. You know, you got all the music, you got all of art, you got all the dance, right? Mm. You you know, design everything. You've got so mm. much room for it. And we're one tiny corner of it, and we're all very, you know, different aspects of that one thing. Mate, but actually four mates in the same school, two of which yeah. have gone into music and two of which musically inept and so I've gone into talking about music and right, then here we are years later speaking about mm. it but like it is sick like it is no, good it's, not, but... it's like it's a different aspect to the same thing yeah. like yeah you've, you've yeah I think no definitely and I, I I like the way that I like the way that you spoke about it and obviously like agree with most points that you said like it's you know it's nice for us to get this opportunity to do it and but by the same token you know we've sort of grabbed it and We've spoken about stuff like this for a long time and we've done it. So that's, right. I think that's the thing. I think it sounds really, really wanky, but relating the whole way thing back to the Beatles thing, like I'm sure there's two other lads who are mates who could have started a podcast. And I'm sure there's other lads who could have been a good band or whatever, who could have been music. But you did it. You know what I mean? That's the only thing that matters is you did it. You yeah. chose to take the time to go against everything that, you know, society says you should do and do something that doesn't make any money makes you happy. And I think that's the only thing that matters. You know what I mean? Like, Sounds really, really wanky, and I'm sure I'll probably get rinsed, but I think uh, <laughs> it, it is really important. No one's Cam, we're two and a half hours <laughs> yeah, into true. the podcast. There's no one, there <laughs> is <laughs> no one listening. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Anyone, anyone, anyone who's still listening is as drunk as we are yeah, now. Very yeah. true. They won't rinse you anyway. It's, <laughs> it's fine. about nine o'clock on Christmas Day night you have done fucking well to be fair so. no, I think it's important no, that I, 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 think do, I do agree with you there Cam I, I think especially for people you know obviously I'm sure you guys do like you get messages from people saying they want to do this their own sort of thing whatever and the only thing that matters is that you enjoy mm. what you're doing because you know mm. you're part of the whole you know part of the working life for so long that what's the point what is the what is the point of not trying to do what you enjoy to do the most you know what I mean I I totally agree with you. My my biggest thing is that I will continue to do whatever I want mm. for the rest of my life, and whether society agrees with what they don't. I have planned <laughs> or what I do, you know, like <laughs> yeah, like I'll uh, tell you now they don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it, it's you know you know I'm not I'm not out there. Got, I don't. I've got a degree. I don't go and get a graduate job necessarily. Mm. I, I don't go do this. I don't go do that. And I think for me, like I, I've always made a thing about not being the fucking same as everyone else. Mm. I've always been purposefully comes from you being tall. Yeah, I think it probably does. I think it gives me that. I think it gives me that. Like I think it probably does. You know, I think it genuinely does. I think it, I've always wanted to stand out mm. as well as just it being my height. Like I want. 
I want to be the person that people look at and go like, oh, what the fuck is he wearing? Or like, mm. what the fuck is he doing? Like, what the fuck? But yeah, at the same time, why does he know just... big? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> you fucking. I'm trying. Oh, God. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, God. Sorry. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. I've ruined the mood. Uh, we carry uh, on. You know, I, I just, I, I, like, I like being different. Mm. I like being different. I like, I like um, putting my own spin on things. And I think for me, that's the most important thing. Mm. And if I can make it financially viable for it to be my living, Mm. Then I'm fucking laughing. Yeah, but really? I, I think mm. I think especially I'm like you said, like, yeah. Like so. us, us four come from completely different parts of one tiny little part of the industry. Like Elliot said, that like, we're a tiny little part of the indie industry, and we're toward four different sections of it completely. Mm. And uh, and all we're doing is just trying to be creative and just express ourselves, and that's the only thing that matters. You know, like it is. It's great. It's, I love it. Like, I love that you two have started this podcast. I think it's great. I think what you're doing is fucking quality. I think you put up really great stuff. And it's the same as you, man. I think you put out a fucking quality cool music. Yeah. I think it's Thank fucking you, banging. Like, why not just put out the best stuff you can do? And if people like it, it's great. If they don't, great. Who cares? You know, the only thing that matters is that you like it. Yeah. It's really yeah. wanky, but it is true. I, think, I think couldn't agree more, mate. It's the first thing. I think Gardner's shit. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. <laughs> well done, that's not a bit of a That's it, I'm cut out. More <laughs> times are cut. Time's done, time's done. Um, no, I think I think Bullocks um, a lot of it. It's all it's it's bullshit, a lot of it. We're done. <laughs> I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> it's class, yeah. mate. It's, it's, it's good crazy because the main the main thing is is that people take the steps. The first step yeah, is the yeah. fucking hardest step. Yeah, and by far. Releasing something and showing it to the public is the hardest thing to like not give a fuck what pe- whether people are gonna whether people are gonna take the piss behind your back, whether you know, because them thoughts are always I'm sure gonna people go do. through. Well them thoughts are always gonna go through your They're head. Doing it right now. Like, whether they do or not is fucking irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't blame them. I mean, this they're is listening a to me. Shy, they're listening but... to me going, he's a cop. Yeah. But at the same time. No, they're sat there going, who releases a three hour special on Christmas Day? <laughs> is what this... uh, um... Everyone's trying to eat their mac and cheese. They're not mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, shut up, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Oh, Joe, go on. Joe. You're, you're on bed time time for Joe. Taxi you, for Joe, honestly. There was a girl from a fucking yeah. uh, like Argentina or something messaged us the other day and she was like, uh, oh, hi. On the band things, so I was broken, slightly broken. She went, "Oh, you, you guys are garden." But I was like, "Yeah, we are. How are you?" She went, "Yeah, great." Kurt Cobain would hate your stuff. I was like, "All right then." <laughs> oh my god! I was like, really? I was like, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, oh god. I was like, "All right then." Thank you. Nice to meet you too. Cheers. Yeah. Love. I, I appreciate like, it. Well, I didn't understand. Like, yeah, they're only they're only a massive influence. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like, look yeah, at them cool. greatly. It's just fine. <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean, he would. He would fucking. I've not been obsessed with him since I was fourteen, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he would hate us, so it's fair enough. He's right. I've literally planned out everything down to my haircut and outfit yeah. just to be like him. Do you think he would wear this ridiculous jumper? Would he wear it? No, no, he would not. <laughs> he would never know it was no, he his standards. <laughs> Bullshit. He certainly wouldn't come on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Or would he though? Because it's all original. It's all indie, all original. Maybe he would. That's it, mate. He'd have, he'd have jumped on it. Maybe. Maybe he would. Maybe. Maybe he would. That's the headline. Well, Maybe Kurt Cobain would have come on this podcast. 
That is it. That is the title. So what, what is the plans for 2020 then, Joseph? What are we... Well, it's finished, Elliot, so... <laughs> 2020, well, oh, shh. <laughs> so that's quite hard, Taxi. too, because when this comes out, there's only six days left. <laughs> oh, shh. So, Joe, yeah, Joe, I'm struggle no, to come up with a no. good plan. For the Joe, next... no. <laughs> Joe. Um, but 2021, Elliot, that's uh, a no, more no, interesting question. No, 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 Joe, answer question. You've got six days. Well, right? today is Christmas what are you, Day. What are you doing with them? <laughs> My plan, I'm off work pretty much, so I'm probably going to play loads of Call of Duty FIFA, drink a quite a high amount, and yeah, that's it, really. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, 2021, uh, however, might be more interesting. I think it'll be very interesting. We have plans that are going to be good. We've got a lot of talks with different people to different things. Cheers, Joe. We did not expect that. Honestly, did not expect. We have a dynamic of you say something, and I judge it, and I take it, and, and decide whether or not it's remotely possible. What? So, so I, I. I think of an idea, my, my weird brain thinks of an you, idea. I'd say you put things out there and I say, okay, no, or okay, maybe, and then we work <laughs> on it. And I think the amount of things that have come out recently that are, okay, maybe, are high and it's going to be mm. sick. So I think if, uh, well, I don't know, regardless, whatever happens next year, we're going to keep doing what we're doing now, which will mm. keep growing because we're pushing yeah. it and... We are growing and hopefully that will do well. And then the extra stuff that we think we might be able to work on is, is really fucking cool. Okay. And so, I think it's possible. So I'm not, I don't want to give anything away because you shouted at me earlier. So No, I'm going to. Um, I, Fantastic. I have two things that are my goals for the end of next year. Say them. And I'm going to put it put on a gig. Nice. That is the main the the main main one. I will put on at least one gig, and hopefully get into quality. a routine of putting on them regularly. Nah, quality, yeah. With bands Mate, that I support from, ideally we want to do it so we have from the area we have two people on the lineup from the area where the gig is, and one from outside. So it kind of keeps it mixed up. Yeah, mate, that's class. Is the plan. So that's my that's 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 my first goal. My second goal is I want to do my first season of my own clothing brand. By the end of next year, I want to do a, a, a my first season by the end of next year, probably November time like a full clothing brand. Full season, I want to do I want to do my first drop. Nice, mate. Personal clothing brand. Drop, mate. Do it. They are my two. That's my two main goals. All I can say to you, do it. They're my two main goals. We will put a gig on. That's will, a fact. That's fact. Factual. And so that one's easy. And then the other one's on you, really. If yeah, it's your personal my thing. That's on you. me, and I've got to just be able to afford a graphic that's designer. That's on you, bruv. But our, we we will put a gig on next year. Yeah. Fact. Wait, this up here. Can we be on the guest next list? year? No. <laughs> Fair <Bollocks>. enough. <laughs> well, I'm not fucking coming then, am I? <laughs> We're more likely to be paying you to a lot of money to be there rather than putting <laughs> the guests there. A lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. 
as in quotes. It's all, it's all relative. A lot of money to me is fucking that's a ver- 12 That's pounds. a verbal oh, contract. That's two pints. <laughs> two pints these days in Northampton, man. Give me three drinks and a onion rings and I'll do it. Yeah, still yeah, the same. Good decision I'll on the only race. Sign it. I'll talk to your team. I'll, yeah. I'll tell my team to get in contact with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll sort it, mate. We'll sort it. <laughs> no, for sure. But that is, my that team is, is definitely just me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil the illusion, Elliot. <laughs> At most, my mum, if you ring my home phone and I'm not in, my mum won't answer. But other than that. <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck's sake. Joe, so we've not, we've not, we've not spoken to you about your, um, what has been your highlight this year. Yeah, Joe. It's hard. Enlighten us. I don't know. It's been such a weird year, isn't it? Like, I think we split from the start of March to now is such a strange time. Um, I personally, I didn't mind the first lockdown and I think we achieved uh, so much during it that I see it. I, I look back on it with quite rose-tinted glasses and I understand that. Like, I think it was worse at the time. I had a lot of wanks and started picking up smoking, so... Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I didn't do either of those things. Christ, we were really just free. I was doing the podcast now. If I was you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I just... It did give us a lot of opportunity. I think we reconnected with a lot of people that I wouldn't have spoke to <laughs> if I was at uni. And as much as I missed out on a lot of the uni experience, we sort of gained a lot else mm. as well. So I enjoyed a lot of that. I think the greatest achievement is definitely just starting the podcast. I know that's so easy to say, but I think what Cam said earlier about making that first step being so important, oh, I really think true. Oh, yeah, that was Elliot, oh. sorry. <laughs> but thank you. I... What Elliot said earlier <laughs> about making... No, that was Cam. I no, swear was Cam. I say so much bullshit, you can't, you can't keep up with it. I can't. No, what we I, said I, earlier I, on the podcast no, about making it, it was it was no it was it was Cam it wasn't me it was oh, Cam it was uh, I'm paying attention even if he is so you know I thought it was Cam I thought it was Elliot with two T's it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter sorry go on let's move on. on it doesn't matter someone spoke earlier about so Cam said earlier I said earlier I said about the first step being the most important and I agree I think us taking we've known each other for a lot of fucking years and we've spouted mm. a lot of bollocks to each yeah. other like a, a fucking as in hundreds and thousands of hours worth of bollocks to each other and part of That's that of was hours, yeah was uh, about starting a podcast and I think it's one of the things that a lot of mates speak about and I think the fact we took the mm. opportunity to go from speaking a lot of shit to doing it mm. was massive I think that was sick. And even from releasing that first podcast to no one, I was like, regardless of what happens from this, like we've done it. Mm. Like we've put a podcast out. Like sick. Not many people I know. In fact, no one I fucking know has put a podcast out. So that was a big fucking step. And now we're on episode 30 and we've taken it from that to something that is... Has a bit of a community. Has a bit of a community. We've got 500 followers on Twitter. We've got people who respond to our stuff. We've got people buying our fucking t-shirts that we don't even know. 
and a lot of people listen to this, maybe even three hours <clears> in, <throat> that enjoy it. And regardless if that's one person or whatever, I don't really give a shit. Like, to me, I don't, I honestly don't care. Like, if one does, that's sick. If none, if no people listen to this, I actually still don't mm. care. Like, oh, I'm a whore for the numbers. You, uh, yeah, I am, but I'm not. I think that- like I look at it, I look at the numbers, and I'm like, oh, that's. Sick. I love it when loads of people listen to it. Don't get me wrong, like I'm obsessed with that. But when they don't, I'm still like, but like the conspiracy theories one, the most recent one didn't do very well. No, like for for open number, it hasn't done very well numbers wise. But I loved it, yeah, and I think it's dead it, interesting. Yeah, and I enjoyed looking into it, and I enjoyed our conversation. Mm. And me and you might have had the conversation anyway, mm. and we recorded it, we put it up. And it's a podcast mm. now out there, and that's sick. So it hasn't. It's probably one of our like weaker podcast numbers wise. But who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Like that's sick. So to me, that's just an achievement in general. Like having done it, and that is definitely my highlight of the year. Like everything else has been pretty, pretty shit. But just going from two teammates speaking about it to teammates doing it, regardless. I don't even, like regardless of what we've done. Like that is sick. That first, my, that first step think, is um, the big achievement for me. We we'll go where we go, but you I know. think under the, the circumstances, yeah. the tried, circumstances we, so. this year, you know how uh, shit it's been for so many people, which it obviously has. I think um, mm. to come out of that with something so creative and so expressive is it, it's just a commitment to your uh, self belief mm. and the driving stuff because you know so many people have talked about sort of stuff forever and in the hardest year of most people's lives mm. haven't done that so I think you know mate you, you guys have got to be well proud of yourself you know, you've, done, you've created something in the midst of something so Thank shit you, so something so really really great mm. and really pure as well there's like friends talking there's nothing purer than two mates talking you know what I mean so I think it's fucking mm, quality for sure thank you thank and you if you ever get really I'm rich sure. I think I'm making yes Cam well right right <laughs> Same back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more likely. That's only yeah, a mutual that's, that's, deal. I'll yeah. no, so take a deal either way. <laughs> Straight back. Yo, whoa. Right, on, three ways. On. Whoa, I locked in... No, no, no. I locked in Bagsy on camera <laughs> years ago. All right? You two. Well, I bagged, you two his, I bagged his second right, spare I'm room. I'm in there. I bagged in Cam's room with him. <laughs> Fuck that. You lot are stupid. I'll be in with the bed with him. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care. It's all right. We'll have a nice time, Joe. We'll have a lovely time. Do you know what I mean? We would have a I'll great time. I'll a big spoon. Mm. It would be. I'll hold you. <laughs> Would you? Oh, fucking hell. There's some fan art if anyone's creative. <laughs> I'd love to get some fan art. I mean, Can't be the that. big spoon to I have some people draw stuff. Yeah, so I've show. never had the, um, what's it called? Uh, um, like, uh, fan fiction. I've never had any of that. Yeah. I'd love some of that. I want I'll fan write, fiction. Cam, I'll write you some. No, it's not. I don't want, write no, I don't want oh, you no, to write it. it. I know. No, we're writing we'll write a garden fan fiction podcast like yeah. we'll do like a we'll, we'll read like one episode and read it out it's like an actual like in it's character happening. it's happening that, I'm not listening to that episode. for sure well, that'll that's Cam that's that'll that'll stick, Cam's stick Christmas garden, present right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'll stick with garden we'll, we'll post it not on our account just on a random account we'll just put it on a different account <laughs> we'll, garden. Like, we'll be like garden <laughs> fan fiction and it'll be like it'll be like when he looked at me, he looked me up and down. He's, he's got he's Will had, pulled the cranberry sauce from his back pocket. He's got a bit of a lazy eye, so I couldn't tell if he was looking at me. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Christ. I mean, the, I'm looking at our screen. It says two hours forty-five. I don't yeah. know. Oh I don't know God. where we actually are in the podcast, but fuck me. Yeah, what a lovely um, time. I don't know if we should end it or. I think I think we should <laughs> wrap it up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'd like a nice relaxed ciggy in a beer. Wow. I no. Um, <laughs> just kind of. I think we should call it. Day. Yeah, I'm in for it. I think we've. Yeah. There's enough there that we'll... There's, there's about 20 minutes of we, content we, there. We told these boys to be in the call at 6 yeah. o'clock. It's now <laughs> half 11. So I think, yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, <laughs> if you can't get an hour of content out of that, something's gone wrong. Imagine we uploaded 12-minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is everything interesting that was said during that fucking five and a half hours. It's just the hours. first bit where Cam's like... It's just the first bit where Cam's like, yeah, I'm Cam on from Garden. I didn't oh, say that. <laughs> 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 like an AA meeting, Cam yeah. was like, hi. Hi, I'm yeah, Cam. Cam. I didn't uh, say that. I'm fuck Cam. all you. I know, but I'm, I know I'm in a band. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Like, Elliot, stop it. Right. Stop the madness. Right, okay, okay. On, on, on that note, I'm going to wrap up the podcast there. I think it's been a pleasure having you two here on Christmas Day. Mm. In on Christmas World. Day. It's been very pleasant, and I've, you know, pretty razzed. Joe is very razzed. Um, I'm not that razzed. No, she isn't. Yes, she aren't. I think we're all pretty razzed. We're all good. And it's very nice, so I hope you've been drinking along with us. Uh, if you've not liked and subscribed by now, you're fucking three hours into it. What have you? What are you doing? Um, we have a big announcement, which I'm going to clip this section up and maybe have to post it. Um we have a huge giveaway coming. By by a huge giveaway, we have. You can see it in this. Oh, it's in the, in the actual. It's in actually in the shot of the Discord, I don't but I don't think it's on the camera. camera. On the Discord, you can see it. We've but... got over fifteen things from all individual bands from around the country. Um, so. Make sure you're tuned in for that and get involved with that. That and should massive be massive thanks to any band that gave us yeah, anything massive for free. Thanks. Because... So, so for whenever we receive everything, that should be going online. So if it's not before Christmas and it sh- might be online now, might be after, might be um, it potentially could be after. So get involved with that. Like, share, follow, do all that yeah. shite. Um, follow our social medias. We're on the radio Friday nights, eight till nine, Indie Rocks UK. Okay. And we'll see everyone on the other side. Thank you for being here, boys. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks for having us. Cheers, lads. Pleasure, as always. And we'll see everyone next week. Hope you had a good Christmas. Peace.